males are born, men are built. This is the Great Man Podcast, where we want you to build great men as you allow other men to build you. Join New York Times bestselling author Stephen Mansfield, along with seasoned leaders of men, as we bring a wide range of experience and expertise to help you become the great man you are designed to be. Gentlemen, let us begin. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast, where we call out the greatness in men and teach the lore that often has not been taught to a rising generation. It's great to have you with me. Hey, I want to dive into a topic this episode that I have never addressed before. (laughs) And I want to warn you, you probably can tell by the title of this episode that it's going to be a little bit gritty. So listen to me. Understand not just my heart, but also the practical, tactical things that I'm urging you to do. We live in a fairly perilous world. Rising violence, overheated emotions, people feeling justified in picking a fight, getting violent on an airplane. Obviously, we got the more extreme things of active shooters and and wars and things like that. But just in your daily life, at the mall, on a plane, uh, on the streets, uh, there's rising violence and societally, some norms, some restraints, some morality, some ethics that used to be there and used to provide a hedge against onslaught, for lack of a better term, those things are eroding a bit. Now, not universally and uniformly in the country, uh, in the United States here where I'm sitting, uh, or even in the world. And, And welcome again to you, all of you who are outside the United States. Love you much. But We are living in a perilous time. It's not more perilous than has occurred in some places of the world in some periods of history. Um, But nevertheless, for some of us who maybe are a little bit older and have lived in the comforts of the West, we are surprised by what's happening. And so I want to urge you to do something that's frankly going to surprise a lot of you. The reason you're going to be surprised is that if you've listened to me for a while, you know that I am clothed and in my right mind, (laughs) that I am not an extreme wacko uh, about anything from guns to violence to whatever. I'm fairly balanced about things. I don't, I'm not an extremist, particularly when it comes to what I urge uh, for men. However, I want to talk to you, and you may have already seen this in the title of this episode, I want to talk to you about fighting dirty. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me explain. And obviously, I'm using an incendiary title on purpose. I hope you never have to or want to initiate a fight. I hope you never are not the kind of person who is a brawler, who goes and picks a fight, But I absolutely want you to be the kind of person who can end it if somebody else starts it. And most of us are not going to be boxers or wrestlers or martial arts experts. We're just average guys, 
right? We're just average, whatever our age is. We're in pretty good shape. If you're listening to this podcast, probably you're working on being a good man. You want to be in the best physical shape you can be in for your family and for your own health. And, uh, you know, if you follow me, you also know I do that for the glory of God. I mean, I, we could just go on for all the talking about many motivations, but you're probably in better shape than the average person of your age. You work out, you're devoted to this. You realize it's one of the arts of being a man. Uh, but still, probably you're not carrying a gun. Most men don't carry guns, uh, even in concealed carry states. I'll talk to you more about that in a minute. Um, most men have not had combat training. And so here we are, average guys, maybe slightly better shape, slightly more focused on the masculine arts, uh, living in this world. And a fight could break out anywhere. Somebody could try to assault a member of your family. You just never know. I've been on airplanes where suddenly two guys started taking swings at each other. And I could have gotten pulled into that. I helped solve it. But I mean, I could have been I could have been easily, uh, you know, seen as a combatant in that situation or and had to do something about it. Uh, perhaps somebody assaults my family. Perhaps I'm in a situation where people are about to be harmed in a restaurant. You never know what's going to break out. I've seen it all happen. What I want you to be knowledgeable about and a little bit experienced about is how to protect yourself. And by that, I mainly mean bring a fight to an end immediately. And that's what I mean by fighting dirty. I obviously am not advocating that you be an aggressor. I obviously am not advocating that you assault people or be a terrorist. You understand what I'm saying. But if something's going to break out, I want you to know how to end it. Now, I'm going to get a little bit more specific than I usually do about these kinds of things. I normally leave the practicalities um, of manly lore to my friend Brett McKay over at Art of Manliness. Believe completely in what he does. Been on that program a number of times, that podcast. Love what Brett does. He'll talk about everything from, you know, how to tool a belt to how to grill a steak, you know, how to survive a plane crash. I mean, he's got all the practical lore going. And I usually leave the, this kind of stuff to him because I'm a bit more cultural, philosophical, uh, the religious side of a man, the emotional side of a man. Um, that's that's more where I live. And he handles all that practical stuff like, you know, how to put up a Christmas tree. I, I love it. I love it. He's broader than that, obviously, but I love what he does. And he and, he and I compliment well. But the thing I want to talk to you about today is very practical because I want you to start getting your mind uh, focused on the possibility that you could end up in a fight, that you could end up in a moment of violence that you need to bring to an end quickly. And I'm going to say something that that I, I, I can say because I'm not talking to anybody who's actually in the studio with me at the moment uh, that I'm targeting, so to speak. But especially if you are not intimidating looking. Now, come on, we can be honest about these things. Some of you guys, 6'4", 250, you look like an NFL tackle and not very many people are going to mess with you. But some of you guys, good men, healthy men, strong men, great men in the, in the great man sense of what we're talking about in this podcast, but you don't look intimidating. You don't look necessarily, you don't just walk in and people go, Ooh, you don't want to mess with him. You understand what I'm talking about. You already know that about yourself. It's all the more important for you guys who are a bit more slight 
I mean that physically, that you ponder what I'm saying. It's also important that you guys who are older, you got gray hair, maybe you got a little bit of a paunch. Come on, I'm not trying to be insulting. You know that. What I'm trying to say is that you need, especially if you look assaultable, I just made up a word, I think, I want you to know how to, quote unquote, fight dirty. Now, let me break this down a little bit. Because I think all of you listening to me know that I'm not advocating violence. I'm advocating the end of violence, and I think you ought to be the end. And the first thing I want you to do is I want you to learn. I want you to leave this podcast. I want you to go do a little research, and I want you to learn some of the main tactics of what online is called fighting dirty. Okay? What I mean is if somebody starts picking a fight with you, you know, we all remember two guys bouncing around in a boxer's pose on the playground in school back in the day, right? And they bounced around and they'd take a few swings and maybe one guy would finally dive into the midsection of another guy and they'd get on the ground and wrestle around and both of them would probably pray to God that the principal or a teacher or some bigger student would come along and separate them. In our high school, it was always the football team the people looked to to, hey, break it up, break it up. Well, my point is that that is going to get you killed. That kind of thing that sometimes you see in these videos we've got on YouTube, you know, where two guys square off, you know, they're just bouncing around. Nobody actually really gets seriously hit. Well, if you suddenly find yourself being assaulted, if you suddenly find yourself in the middle of a fight, if you suddenly find yourself in the middle of an outbreak of violence, you start bouncing around like on the playground, you're very likely to get killed. So here's the question I'm asking you to, to master. The answer I'm asking you to master the answer. What are the main blows that you would execute to bring a fight to an end, to debilitate your opponent immediately? I know some of you are probably squirming a little bit with the topic I'm talking about here, but you know I'm not talking about being the terrorist, the assaulter, the criminal. I'm talking about ending violence so that nobody else is harmed, especially you. Let me give you an example of this first principle. There's a simple blow, and I'm not going to do a lot of coaching and self-defense here in this podcast, but I'm just going to give you an example. There's a simple blow where you take the heel of your dominant hand. For me, that's the right hand. Take the heel of your dominant hand, and you drive it into the nose of your opponent. It causes them to see stars. It hurts like all get out. It's debilitating. Normally, that blow stuns your opponent if you execute it well, and then you can subdue them, knock them to the ground, get on top of them on their back, hold them down until whatever. Help comes, the cops come, whatever. Now, this sounds extremely violent. And if you're new to my podcast, listen to other podcasts because you're going to think this guy is a nut. No, this first time I've ever addressed this, I've been doing this podcast for years and years. But we're living at a time where you need to know certain blows. What does it mean to punch a guy in certain places to do certain moves that will cause them to be debilitated? Am I advocating that you walk up to somebody cold that you've never seen before and punch them in? The- no, 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 no. I'm advocating the opposite. Be a man of peace. Be a man of sanity. Be a man of graciousness. But if you have to end violence, know how to do it. Okay? Okay. 
Now, if it involves guns and weapons, I'm going to tell you straight up, run. That's your best way to survive it. Get your family out of there. Get your friends out of there. Run. Okay. If there's an active shooter, you got to make your own decision as to whether you're going to engage or not. I've told you in this podcast many times, I made a commitment a long time ago. I'm 6'4", 275. I'm going to charge the shooter. I just am. I'm not trying to paint myself as a hero. I'm older. I just have made that commitment. I think that's the best way to end this garbage. And I have a bigger body for a reason. And I think that this is what This is what I am comfortable with as a matter of conscience, and it's what I would do. So you have to decide these scenarios. But one, the main scenario I'm talking about in this episode is that you know some of the blows that will debilitate an opponent and that will end strife. Go online, get on Google, and look up. This is going to be the strangest recommendation I've ever made in this podcast. Look up Fighting Dirty. And you will see some very good websites and some very good videos where self-defense experts and martial artists of various kinds simply explain to you, here are some blows to use. What I'm asking you to do, what I'm suggesting that you do, is that you know four or five all-purpose blows, that you pay attention to them, that you gently with a friend practice them, obviously not hitting them, but just get comfortable with the movement and that you use it, okay? I know this makes some of you nervous. In our generation, you just don't know. I have watched a man get on an airplane, sit down with, with with a cocktail in first class as the plane's loading up and a fight breaks out almost in his lap. And before it's over with, he's wearing the cocktail. But believe me, he brought that fight to an end. And I admired that. He's a guy in a business suit with a briefcase holding the cocktail. But he ended that fight for the benefit of everybody on the plane. And that, to me, is the mark of a good man. He did it with a couple of blows. He obviously had had some training. My guess is he was ex-military. And I grew up in that context. I grew up in a martial arts world. My father was martial arts and military, and you know all that story if you've been with me for a while. But my point is, you got to get comfortable with this stuff. You got to get comfortable with it. I'm not saying you do it all the time. I'm not saying you walk around being all bold and talking big. I'm just saying I want you to quietly know how to do some blows that debilitate an opponent, like what I've just described with the heel of your hand driven into somebody's nose. Now, there are 10 or 15 other really good ones. You choose the ones you think you, you can execute once you've gone online and done a little bit of research. Don't go down the rabbit hole of all kinds of violence and macho garbage. You know better than that. But no. 10 or 15 all-purpose blows to end violence. There's another thing I want to talk about, and that is carrying legal weapons. Now, I've told you before on this podcast that because of what I do when it comes to the Middle East and some other matters, because I've had my life threatened, because the FBI has had to intervene a few times uh, in my in my life to protect me when there were threats, very serious threats, by the way, by assailants you would actually know about because they they threatened other people and it made big news. I have a concealed carry permit. And often when I'm in my two states of Virginia or Tennessee, because they are both concealed carry states, I'm wearing a weapon. Uh, I know how to use it. I've been trained. I've taken classes. I grew up in a military base on military bases with a father who carried uh, weapons, obviously, and um, it was it's second nature for me. I don't want you to rush out and buy a gun. That is not what I'm saying. But if you have a gun, 
know how to use it. Make sure it's in a safe place. Make sure no children can get to it. Make sure it's in a lockbox, but just know how to use it. And I'm not even advocating for concealed carry. Not everybody should carry a weapon. No question about it. You may not even be in a state where that's legal. You may work in a restaurant where alcohol is served and in your state, you can't have a concealed carry. Hey, I'm all for that. Don't want drunk people walking around with guns, but you have to make that decision on your own. It's a matter of conscience. It's a matter of law. And I am certainly not saying, be aware that the answer to all possible threats is not that you pull a weapon and fire on somebody. Some guy's just had too much to drink and he's messing with your wife at a restaurant. You're not going to want to shoot him. Uh, you're going to want to knock him down if he's, if he's being inappropriate. You understand what I'm saying? So make a decision. I will tell you one thing that I have in all of my briefcases and, uh, and I keep around me and often have in my pocket, uh, even when I'm on airplanes and so on, when they allow them, is what, what are called tactical pens. I like having something in my pocket that allows me to break a window should, should I get in a car accident and the door's jammed, and also that can be used as a weapon if necessary. Now, I have big hands, so I like tactical pens because they are larger, easier to hold pens, and so almost all of the pens that I use are tactical pens. But a tactical pen is a pen that's an actual functioning fountain pen, but it also can be used uh, as a weapon. You can jam it into a guy's ribs. You know, I don't want to be too graphic here. In an extreme situation, you can jam it into a facial, uh, into an eye or into a neck and so on. Um, you have to decide these things on your own. Where are your ethics? Where are your boundaries? But I have no problem if somebody's assaulting uh, me or my family, or if I'm in a situation where I can bring destructive violence to an end, pulling a pen from my pocket and hitting a guy hard in the ribs and debilitating him or under the arm in the armpits. I, I know a little bit about where to do it. It's easy to find out. Um, again, I'm not saying arm up. <laughs> I'm not saying move to the mountains here. I just want the men under my influence, and I love you all, all over the world. I want you to know how to protect yourself. I want you to know how to bring violence to an end. I'm not advocating guns for those who don't want them. I'm not advocating any kind of uh, tactical pen for those who are uncomfortable with it. That's fine. But at the very least, a man in this generation ought to know how to barehanded bring another barehanded assailant to an end. And that's what I'm recommending. And so I'm calling this fighting dirty because we're not talking about a boxing match where there are rules and you want to be fair, right? That's, that's the, the, the fallacy of those who try to do boxing on the, back on the playground. You want to end this sucker. You want to put the guy on the ground. You want it to be over with. How would you do that? That's really the question I'm asking you. If something broke out, what are the four to five blows you would use to bring the thing to an end. And I want to say, because some of you might be new to our podcast, I don't sit around talking about guns and, you know, masculine things and wearing camo and all that. That is not where I live. That's not who I am. I've been a bodyguard. I grew up in a military context, though I've never served in uniform myself. Um, more comfortable with guns, more comfortable with martial arts, um, more comfortable with defense matters. My father had to teach me some things early on. We were living behind the Iron Curtain in my teenage years, for heaven's sakes. He wanted to make sure I could protect myself. So this is what I'm urging for you because I care about you, because we're living in an age that's got an increase of violence. And I want you simply, no matter your age, no matter your build, no matter how much of a brawler, sportsman, athlete you might be or not, I've actually, I need to say this quickly, I've actually seen big old athletes not know how to defend themselves in a fight. 
In fact, one football player uh, who played in college said to me, you know, I all the fights I got into on the field, we were all in helmets and pads and we started pushing and smacking each other. Nobody, nobody expected anybody to get hurt. This wasn't hockey, for heaven's sakes. When the guy later in life found himself under threat one time, he didn't know what to do. Now, this was a big old lineman, big old strong lineman, but he didn't know what to do and it bothered him. And I've never forgotten that. Here he was, a very accomplished athlete, but the kind of fighting he was used to was the brawling we all see, you know, on NFL games, where everybody's wearing pads, pushing each other around, grabbing face masks. Nobody's going to get seriously hurt. But he didn't know what to do in the real world when he got out there and somebody drunk went after him with a stick. Well, I want you to know that. How would you bring it to an end? And I'm urging this not because I want you to be violent men, but because I want you to be good men. Because I believe that strategic self-defense and defense of those you love and people within your influence is one of the great arts of noble manhood. So go do a little research on dirty fighting. I'm sorry for the phrase, but that's just the way it's best looked up online. Master four or five moves. Make your own ethical decisions about... Uh, guns and tactical pins and even even knives. Remember that there are laws that govern those things in your state and your area. Don't become weird with it. Don't get hurt. Don't be unsafe with where you store those things. But do know how, and here's the phrase I want you to remember, to bring a violent episode to an end. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your man's event, go to greatman.tv. There, you'll also find incredible resources to help you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Wise Company production.